Hey, plumbing bros, Richard Bainey, the Million Dollar Plumber here, and welcome to episode number 52 of Potty Talk Live, where I talk to plumbing professionals just like you all over this big, beautiful world of ours. Hey, want to know the secret to having a successful plumbing business? Well, in this episode, Donald Workman, owner of Quick Fix Plumbing out of Jacksonville, Florida, shares how you can be successful with your plumbing business. Nuggets of gold here. Don't want to miss it. Check it out right now. Hey, 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 plumbing bros, welcome to Potty Talk Live, where we take it into the trenches, the crawl spaces, basements, kitchens, and baths all around this big, beautiful world of ours to talk to plumbing professionals just like you. Hey there, I'm Richard Bainey, the Million Dollar Plumber, coming at you live from Command Central here in beautiful Indianapolis, Indiana, where we're having a great day. And hey, we got a great episode lined up for you here. We got a we got a cool cat out of Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, this guy's been around the block a few times here. Uh, Mr. Don Workman, owner of Quick Fix Plumbing. All right. And um, he's going to be he's going to have some huge nuggets of gold to drop on us here. So, uh, man, um, yeah, there we see you like that truck. Take a look at that. That is good looking. All right. Hey, I like that. Real clean. Hey, we already got a nugget of gold right there. Real clean. Look, look at it logo. Nice and clean. All right. It's legible. You can understand it. It's intuitive. Hey, it's important to look good. All right. It's important for you to look good too. You got to look good because the fact of the matter is our customers do judge a book by its cover. I know it's not fair. It's not PC, but it's just just how it is and it's no good you know crying in your fruit loops all right it's just how it is so you got to look good that means your logo's got to look good just like uh mr workman's there and that's awfully sharp looking okay you got to have your logo looking good you got to have the your materials that you hand out to your customers it's got to be looking good your website's got to be looking good it's all got to be looking good but you know i get it you know we're great plumbers you know we're great plumbers and uh, if you're like me, you're not necessarily, you know, a great uh, graphic designer, but you don't have to be. I'm not. That's why I use Design Crowd. Okay. Design Crowd makes it easy for you to get professional looking logos and graphics for your plumbing company. It's like having your very own graphic design department without all the extreme costs. Okay. And it's so easy. All you do is simply create a brief. That's just their fancy way of saying, you know, create a, create a job telling them what to do. And then you'll start receiving unique designs from all around the world within hours. And then you just simply select the one that you like, okay? And, you know, it's just that simple. And then you have a top-notch design, a professional design for a fraction of the cost. There you go, brother. I've hooked you up. All you do is go to milliondollarplumber.com forward slash design crowd and get your designs taken care of, all right? Hey, because you're a professional plumber, you should look like one, right? All right. Hey, and if you are looking to be a professional plumber, okay, say you're a cat out there that has your, you know, you got your plumbing license, you got a plumbing truck, and you got a plumbing dream to take over your part of the plumbing world, all right, which is cool. You can do it. You can do it. I want you to do it. Hey, but here's the thing. 95% of all plumbing businesses fail, and they fail not because they don't, you know, know plumbing or aren't good plumbers. They fail because... Well, they just don't know and understand business. They don't know these seven must knows to be a million dollar plumber. All right. To succeed. You got to know these seven things, these seven principles. And I made it very easy for you. I put it down in this report and it's free. 
All right. It's free to you. So you, you got no excuse now, man. You got no excuse. It's free to you. Just simply type free in the comments and I'll get it right out to you. No strings attached. There's no gimmicks, no catch. It's free. Type free in the comments and I'll get the free report right out to you. You got to know these things. All right. Hey, let's get our guest on. I've been looking forward to talking to this cat, Mr. Workman, owner of Quick Fix Plumbing out of Jacksonville, Florida. Hey, Don, how you doing today, man? Good, Richard. How you doing? Doing great. Hey, you ready to rock Potty Talk Live? Yes, sir. Yeah, of course you are, man. All right. Hey, we're going to get into, you know, we're going to talk plumbing. That's what Potty Talk Live is all about here. But before we get into that, um, why don't you tell us something about yourself that um, maybe even, you know, maybe your friends don't know. Give, give us an inside scoop on who you are. Well, one thing is I get nervous doing live interviews. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Yeah, standing in front of people, get nervous. But uh, mm. I get nervous around people I don't know. And uh, once I get to know them, I'm fine. But other than that, I'm pretty cool about everything. There, there we go. And hey, you're amongst brothers, man. So there's no reason to be nervous. We're just talking plumbing. We're with plumbing brothers. Hey, was checking you out. Not to creep you out, but you know, I, I like, I, I just love knowing you know guys I'm talking to and what, what what they're into. And we don't necessarily get to talk all about that. But I noticed something pretty cool about you. Um, you just donated, you know, a rather large check to the local fraternal order of police. What was that all about? Well, we had an officer that was in the line of duty that got killed one early morning in a car accident. He was friends with a lot of friends of mine in the JSO here in Jacksonville. And uh, they were doing fundraisers for the family. And uh, we did we donated all of our proceeds on Wednesday, May 30th to the family. So every job we did that day, we donated the full amount, not the profits. And it was a slow day. It was raining real bad that day. But we donated $4,856 to the family to help with all their costs involved. Oh man, uh, very cool and sad situation, um, but but very cool, very cool. Hey man, thanks for stepping up and making us plumbers look good, man. You know. Yeah, we, good... we try to we try to get with the community around here because the community is what made us what we are today. There we go. Hey, we just dropped a huge nugget of gold on us there, guys. Um, you know, it's important to be involved in the community, and uh, that, that's who we work for. Um, you know, that's who uh, that's who pays us. It's it's good to be involved. You know, and care. Yes, you know? sir. I noticed another thing here, and I think you kind of mentioned you talked about it. Um, your truck has has the pink uh, pink design there. Um, is that is that is that your normal plumbing colors, or, or is that uh, you have something going on there too? No, that's just one of my trucks. Every truck has a different type color scheme to it, and that's the one that's for breast cancer awareness. We had a real good close friend of our family; she died at the age of twenty seven from breast cancer. So we started this truck in memory of her, and then we donate money of some of the proceeds from that truck to the uh, breast cancer awareness here in Jacksonville. Oh man, man, you know, great stuff there, man. Again, you know, thanks, thanks for, for what you're doing and your support. And and uh, if you guys are listening up there, you know, we often talk about Don and um, that you know, it's really, you know, what's your why? It's really more not just about plumbing. But, you know, why else are we involved in the community doing what we're doing? And it sounds like uh, you have a few whys that you know your why. Yeah, we do a lot of donating around here in Jacksonville. There's a bunch of organizations we help out throughout the year. We do pro bono plumbing work for families that need it. And uh, in the long run, it pays us back tenfold. Here we go. Yeah, thanks, Bryce. So we just had a you know a comment here um, agreeing with you that community leadership is, is always great for business. It is good. Um, not only supports the families, but it's good for business. I mean, it's just it's just a good thing, you know. 
Um, you know, we're out here doing our thing and making money, but you know, it's good business in supporting our neighbors, not just fixing their plumbing, you know? Yes, sir. That's right. Uh, I would agree. So, well, speaking of plumbing, man, how did, how did you get involved in plumbing? Well, I graduated high school in 83 and my dad looked at me and said, son, what are you going to do when you get out of high school? And I said, I don't know. I'm not going to college. I was barely able to get out of high school. And uh, we had a friend in the plumbing business and my dad called him up and said, my son needs a job. He gave me a job making $3.35 an hour digging ditches all day long in new construction. And in 83 is when we had the first real bad freeze here in Jacksonville where it snowed Christmas of 83. And uh, I went to work for another company in the afternoon. It was a repair company. And at the time, we had licenses. We had servicemen licenses and journeyman's licenses. It was four years to get a journeyman and two years to get a serviceman. So I jumped into the service side of it and started working in the service side six months after I got into plumbing. And so that's all I've done since. That's your story and you're sticking to it. Man, it sounds so familiar. We've all kind of. (laughs) Just kind of fell into similar kind of stories all over the world. Just amazing to hear. You know, we, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I call guys brothers. You know, bros, and and because really in, in the plumbing industry we are brothers because it's so. Um, you know, we all may have, um, may look a little different and speak a little different language and you know different parts of the country and the world and, um, but we're doing plumbing and it's amazing how similar our stories are. You know, how, how we got involved and, you know, what plumbing's done for us. And, of course, even, even the plumbing itself, you know, what we do is, is so, so, so very, you know, similar. So, um, you know, I, I went to, I kind of went over to the service side, too. That sounds like that's kind of where your leaning is, is, you know, so what, what's your expertise in plumbing? We do nothing but service and repair. We do a lot of commercial for restaurants and bars and gas stations and a lot of residential work. But we don't do any new construction. We'll do, like, build-outs and strip centers, that kind of stuff, but no new construction from ground up there we go man that sounds uh i got the lovely laura sitting by me again here today and we're just nodding that sounds a lot like us i mean we very similar story brother man we're a very similar age <laughs> similar story and uh the kind of work you know also that that we that we did so what was your um you know what was your uh, aha moment that you decided to kind of do your own thing i'm going to start my own plumbing business well i was working for a pretty big plumbing company here in Jacksonville and I was an estimator and uh, I was making $500 a week. I was married and had a newborn. I went and asked him for a raise one day. He said, you're making as much money. I'm making as much money as you can make working here. And I told him, I said, I'm 21 or 22 years old. I can't work like that. So I said, I gave him another chance. Give me a raise. He said, no, I went out on my own, started a sewer and drain company at first because I didn't have a master's license. Yeah, did that for six months and uh, studied, took my master's state contract exam, passed it and went into the plumbing business. There we go, man. <laughs> that also sounds very familiar. You know, you, you hit that. Uh, you know, it, it's great. You know, maybe the, the company I, I personally work for a, a great company, but you only can make so much when you work for someone else, you know, and I, and I wanted to make more, you know, right. that's a similar story out there. And the only way to make more is to, to do your own thing. And, uh, well, you can make good money working for other people, but the other people got to want you to grow with them. And right. uh, a lot of companies aren't like that. Right. Exactly. So, man, good man. It's good stuff there. So, you know, with um, what surprised you then, you know, and, and, you know so you, you took the jump and, you, you know, you probably maybe probably had some fear, you know, we all kind of go through that. And, you know, I'm going to do my own thing. And can I do my own thing? And what don't I know? All that kind of stuff. 
But uh, when you got when you got into it, what surprised you? What what happened, or what, what did you figure out that you just weren't you didn't even see coming or wasn't expecting? Well, in the beginning, I found out I was a plumber, not a businessman. So I had a lot of lot of learning to do on the business side. You know, I was turning dollars for years, and I make a joke about it now, saying I was practicing for a lot of years. And when I finally realized what the cost of business was and what it took to operate a company successfully, I moved my rates up, started charging more money for different jobs and got more yeah. successful that way. A lot of plumbing companies don't realize what their real cost of business is. There we go, man. <laughs> Thank you, Don, for, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I don't want to kill. I think he would smack me if I kissed him. <laughs> but that, and that's why, you know, we, we, so we grew our plumbing business and sold our plumbing business and, 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 the lovely Laura here sitting next to me and, you know, she was very involved in our business as well. And, and, um, and, uh, and we sold and did, have done very well, but we just have a heart, you know, for the young guns coming up, these guys. And that's just it. You kind of maybe heard me, heard me mention it with, you know, I give that, you know, my little giveaway there, the seven must knows. And that's the big thing, Don, is the guys, it's not about plumbing, is it? It's about the money. It's understanding the business side of things. And that, that's what kills these guys. You're right. You know? I mean, I almost put myself out of business thinking I had to be, the lowest plumber in town to get the most work. And I found out you can be the most expensive plumber in town and still get plenty of work as long as you do good quality service and make the customers happy on every job. Huge nugget of gold. You guys listening out there, that's it right there. You're hearing it right from the man. And Tom, yes, you got it. You got to know those, those costs, you know, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. I mean, you got to know your costs. So you young guys starting out, you know, the, the, what these guys do is um, you know, our young brothers, they get out there and they just, um, you know, either they, they figure out kind of what the going rate is. You know, I, I, I do personal coaching and so I, you know, talk to a lot of guys and, and uh, you know, with plumbing business. And the big thing is they'll, they'll, they know what the going rate is and they'll just take 10% off, but they don't know their numbers. Or, you know, they stole the price book from the last company they worked at. Right. <laughs> they don't know how to figure, they don't know how to figure their cost or, you know, my personal favorite is they pull the price out of their butt, you know, because they did it last time that way. You know, they're just kind of they're guesstimating. And uh, that's just, um, you know, and they're trying to be the, the lowest cost guy, the lowest price guy, because they think that's what will get the customer. And I can tell you and, and, and tell me this. I'm kind of I'm kind of taking this off track here, Don, a little bit. But you, know, you and I are the same age and been in business, um, um, you know, same amount of years, very similar. And you know, you're successful and. When I started out, even in, in, in 83, that's when I started out, um, you know, it, it didn't matter. It, the price was always too, too expensive. I mean, you could say 50 to the customers. You could say $50 and the customer's head would spin around and they would throw up or, you know, be like, you know, what is that you know, scary movie? The Exorcist? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> They'd be freaking out. And so it's always been and it will always continue to be that way because, you know, I'm, Lord knows what I'm going to say that, uh, you know, uh, no one wakes up in the morning and wants to call a plumber, you know, so it's always, but you got to provide, I think, as you said, you got to provide them that value. You can charge, you can be the most expensive, but as long as you provide that value, um, then it's, it's fair. Would you agree? Yes, sir. And one thing I will tell you that I train my guys in is a friend of mine owns a copy machine repair business. He gets $120 an hour to drive up to the shop with a little bag of tools. And they, they don't mind paying him five or six hundred dollars to fix a copy machine, but yet we pull up in a truck that's rigged out and worth about a hundred grand, and they complain about paying us a hundred dollars an hour. And I tell my guys, we're more important than the copy machine company is. Walk in there proud, charging what they're supposed to be charged, and walk out happy that you were there. 
Amen, brother. You guys listening to that? I mean, we got, hey, Don, you may be a little quiet and shy and oh, nervous about you know, <laughs> Hey, what you guys are hearing is, is, is just straight experience. You know, it's just, it's just experience. And uh, that, is, that is so true. Walk in there, not loud, but, you know, you can walk in proud, not cocky, proud, confident, and then educate your customer on what needs to be done. And again, realize that, that, you know, your customer didn't wake up in the morning and want to give you a call, but they called you, they called you. Now you just need to make them feel good. You know, you're in their environment, make them, you know, figure, figure things out. Um, don't just run in there, even though you probably know exactly what needs to be done and can throw them a price right now. Give them some time. You got to play a little psychologist, you know, give them some time to, to explain what's going on. Check it out and then educate your customer on, on what's going on. And your price can be whatever the price it is that covers your cost and profit. You, meant to, you know, this is not a hobby. You know, it's a business, you know, right? Well, you know, like you say sometimes, we can't be replaced by robots. Yeah. It's more important to take a shower and be able to go to the bathroom than it is to run a copy machine. So yeah. my guys are much more important than a computer technician, any of those. And we walk into these houses and we let them know with confidence that we're here, we're good, and you're going to pay us for what we're doing. There we go. And if you're professional, and that, that's what, uh, you know, this, this program is all about. That's what's on, you know, my heart of just, uh, you know, talking to these young guns of, hey, I get it. You know, we all, we all come from the trenches. You know, I've, been, I've had the wild side. I get it. Those young ones, young and stupid. <laughs> but, hey, we have a professional trade. And would you agree, Don, uh, the opportunity has never been better. There's, it's never been better to, to be in the plumbing trade. Now that the slow times are over, it's really good to be in because you figure we're going to have a good seven to ten years before it slows right. down again. And right. uh, my, I've been through two major slowdowns since I've been in business in the early 90s and then in 08, 09. And uh, both times we made it through where I saw a lot of companies go out of business. Exactly. And uh, we've stayed true to ourselves and did what we had to do. Now, we've been up and down. We were larger and then we went smaller. And I'll tell you, the smaller we've been, we're, we're a six-truck company. And uh, we make more money now than I did when I was running 12 trucks. Amen, brother. That's what I get. I get asked, you know, it, you know my, I know that, uh, you know, my, my tag, you know, I'm the million dollar plumber. You know, you're probably, <laughs> it's just because we make that money. And, you know, so how many millions? Well, I made multiple. And it's not about how much I made. But the point, I, I'll echo that. that. And, and so with the love and Laura here. You know, we, we had a larger company. But we made more money and had a better life with less trucks, if right. that makes sense. With and made it through, you know, like 08, 09 was a killer here in our areas too. I remember the, the early 2000 as well, you know, when that bubble burst. Um, but um, 08, 09, um, we survived. And the reason we survived is that we had a good, good reputation and we were priced right. I still kept our prices up. I had my costs covered. So we, we had less jobs, but I had my costs covered, you know. Well, I've got a formula that an uh, accountant taught me years ago that I can tell you to the dollar how much it costs me per hour to run the company. There we go. that's how I rate how much I'm going to charge an hour. And I'm not in here to, to penny a dime. I'm here to make a living. And if I wanted to make a, you know, a journeyman salary, I would have stayed a journeyman. And, uh, but I'm in the business to make money, but yet keep my customers happy and be successful for my employees also. So there we go. I've got employees that have been with me 25 years. Oh, man, really? Yeah. So what? Let's let's go with that because that's that's a large concern for a lot of guys out there. And first of all, there's not enough guys, which I disagree with. 
Um, there, there's plenty of guys, and there's just different ways of dealing with them. And, you know, I, I'm not a believer in, you know, just first of all, putting that negativity in your head, saying there's not enough, there's not enough. But what there is a, a concern of keeping good guys and, and, and keeping good guys on. What, what is something that you do that you've been able to, you know, keep good guys on? Well, we try to take care of our guys, not only monetarily, but we take care of them every other way. If they need help with stuff, we help them. But I give my guys a raise once a year, every January, whether they ask for it or not. So they don't have to come in here throughout the year and beg for a raise. We go up on our rate every January. We give every guy a raise every January. And then we give commission on all the material they sell. So they're trying to sell stuff that's justified. We don't sell anything that's not justified. But instead of going in and putting one element in a water heater, they'll put two elements because the other element's the same age. And so they make a lot of money in commission, and then they make a good hourly salary. So I try to pay my guys above or the same as everybody else in Jacksonville where I don't have to lose my employees for, you know, 50 cents or a dollar an hour to someone else. Yeah, we good, man. You know, I swear this is my brother here. I'm talking about <laughs> Your beard's a little straighter than mine, though. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> You're better looking, man. Yeah, man. We're talking with the $2 million plumber here. <laughs> well, I'm 53 and just had a little baby. I got an eight-month-old baby, so I got many more years to work. That's right. I was going to bring that up, just uh, checking things out, man. I yeah. Respect to you, man. Respect. Because uh, you're, you're a newlywed. And a, yep. and a little bit here, man. So you got uh, you're taking it back on, man. Good for you. Yep, I'm gonna have to work until I'm 80, but I'm having a good time doing it. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, you will, man. Yeah, yeah, you will, brother. So, hey, you've been you've been keeping it real here, but um, you know, um, I gotta get a little transparent here. You know, what is something? You, you, man, you're doing a lot of good stuff, and hey, I hope you guys are listening here. You know, we're talking with Don Workman, owner of Quick Fix Plumbing out of Jacksonville, Florida, and um, man, a lot of nuggets of gold here. Uh, what is something that um, that you struggle with in your plumbing business? Well, you brought it up a second ago, and I'm, I might argue with you a little bit about it, is finding help. Yeah. I could have three or four more trucks on the road tomorrow if I could find the manpower to cover them. In Jacksonville, where we're from, there's a lot of plumbing companies, and they're picking and choosing. And the, It's hard to find anybody that's got a driver's license, the insurance yeah. will cover. And uh, our biggest, whole biggest thing is uh, having employees. I haven't advertised in probably five years. I don't spend $1 in advertising, and we, we stay busy every day of the week. And uh, I think that's from word of mouth and, you know, doing quality work. But employees is the hardest part, finding new ones. Here we go. Well, what about, um, you know, apprentice programs or, you know, something like that? What, what, what are you doing to kind of combat that or, you know, thinking well, outside? We try the- to find young guys in school. And yeah. get them when they get out of school. But I'll tell you a quick story. I went, I graduated from Inglewood High School here in Jacksonville. They had a job fair one year, and I asked them, could I go speak at the job fair? And they wouldn't let me come speak at the job fair because they didn't want to promote anybody not going to college. I yeah. Said, so everybody's not made for college. You know, I've made a good living not ever stepping a day's worth of time in college, and they wouldn't let me come speak at the job fair because it would promote kids not going to college. Yeah. So it's hard to find them, you know, out of high school. And uh, yep. the apprentice program here in Jacksonville is a joke. It's just nothing good. Yeah, so it, it is difficult. I don't mean to downplay it. Um, I, I kind of take the tack. And it, it's always been that way. I, I can remember back in 83, back in the day, finding good guys. You know, it's always, you know, it's always been there. But I try not to, you know, let, let my guys, you know, use that as an excuse, you know, or, you know, it's like, you know, okay, pick yourself up off the mat. 
know, you're in the ring, you know, you got to keep swinging, you know, right. you know, and, and to think outside the box. I mean, that, that's, you know, that's a biggie, you know, it's, you know, have some time where you just think outside the box, what's different ways that I can track the guys, um, you know, and, you know, it's just how it is. So, Hey, you mentioned, I want to touch on another thing here, right. Um, is, uh, you mentioned, you know, you have good, um, repeat calls and that kind of thing. What is something that you do, you know, cause you don't advertise and, and we didn't do it. You know, first we advertise a lot, build, build our brand up, you know, that kind of a thing. And it's not that advertising is bad, but you know, the young guns now starting businesses are all caught up in this, you know, the SEO and they're spending with the marketing companies and that kind of stuff thinking that's the magic pill. But, you know, it always seems to come down to the relationship with the customer. What is something that you're doing that kind of maintains that relationship with the customer so that they think about you? Well, we send them a, a questionnaire a lot of times in the mail to ask how our guys did because a lot of times people won't tell you if they're upset about something, so we want to know if they are. Uh, we put stickers on water heaters, stickers on garbage disposals. We Anything to keep our name out in front of them because if they sell the house, the people won't know who were there. And right. uh, we, we personally go check on jobs to see how the customers are, if they're happy. So we're still small enough where we can know our customers. I mean, I've got customers I've had 30 years. And they know yep. us by name. We know them by name. And uh, they come by the shop instead of calling on the phone to make the service call request. There, so there we go. It's that, still that, a family-owned business. And I know all the guys' wives and their kids. And, and I don't want to get big enough where I don't know anybody anymore. I want to know everything that's going on. Amen, brother. Amen. I mean, it just gets deeper. You know, it sounds sexy, you know, having a, you know, 30, 40 truck company and and all that but it just becomes a it's a headache and it's just deep you know deep in management and you get away from the customers and you know it's just a different kind of game and there's guy no guys guys that are playing that game and, and doing really well at that game but you can make a very good living and have a life and create a legacy for yourself and um you know by just taking you know being a little smaller and being there taking care of the customers and you know, if you guys are listening out there you know don just dropped another huge nugget of gold i mean these are things that we just kind of take for granted and don't do you know it ain't about the plumbing it's about that relationship as well and um it's those little things so the lovely laura has a question don for you does your wife work in the in the business as well no she doesn't she takes stays home takes care of her little girl and uh it's best I love my wife to death, but it's best to keep my wife at home and I come to work and this is my own little world here. So I don't have to worry about it. I go home and can tell her what happened during the day instead of her already knowing. Get this stuff to talk about. <laughs> well, I didn't always have that luxury. <laughs> well, my first wife worked with me and it was a nightmare. So I said, I'd never do that again. No, I, I'm joking about it, but we highly recommend it. We, we work with couples. And there's a lot of couples and it's, it's a good, a good way for a young, a young guy to start out with his wife because you're juggling so many balls, you know, you're trying to keep track of the books and take the calls and, and, uh, do these little follow-up things and, and have these relationships and, you know, um, stay on social stuff and that kind of stuff while you're out doing the job, actually working yourself. So it's a, a difficult thing. So, um, you know, we're, we're an advocate for it. And quite frankly, you know, it's been good for, you know, the lovely Laura and, and myself, you know, it's been, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's been kind of sexy for us, you know, like, can I say that? All right. Can I say that? All right. It's so, your show, Richard. You can say whatever you want. That's right. All right. Well, it's supposed to be a family show. Family, family. <laughs> hey, just, uh, hey, what do you, uh, what do you expect your business to look like uh, a year from now? 
Uh, hopefully, we're going to add one more truck at least and yep. uh, continue just like we're going. We just bought all new trucks. We got through the slow times, bought all new trucks, uh, new equipment, new backhoes. And so we're ramping up. So for the next seven years or so, we'll have new equipment. And uh, hopefully, if we can put one more truck on the road, that'd be fine with me. I still want to be able to take off when I want to, travel in an RV and not there worry about everything while I'm going. There we go, man. Sounds like you got a plan. You know, it's the old old adage, you know, if you fail to plan or, you know, you plan to fail, you know, how's, how's it go? <laughs> right. So there we go, man. Hey, Don, we're going to give you a chance to catch your breath. Hey, you guys stick around here. Um, Don's going to come back and have some more huge nuggets of gold here. There's a lot of stuff here. Stick around here. But I got a question for you while we're giving Dan, uh, Don a chance to catch his breath here. You know, we're talking about getting customers and that's that biggie, you know, having those customers. And once we got those customers, you don't want to lose them. And I hate losing customers more than I love making money. All right. I hate losing customers. All right. Because the customers are the money. So to be losing customers because you, you, know, you dropped the call or, or you misplaced it or you double booked or you forgot about them, you know, try telling the customer you forgot about them. It, those are customer killers. But you don't have to worry about that any longer. Okay. Because with Jobber Plumbing Service Management software, it gets rid of those customer killers is what I call them. All right. Jobber makes it easy for you to schedule your customers. Jobber makes it easy to dispatch your calls. Jobber makes it easy for you to keep track of your guys. So as you're growing, you know, like, like Don is, you bring on another truck and eventually bring on another truck. You got more guys. It makes it easy to keep track of all that. Jobber even makes it easy for your customers to pay you. And guys, that's the bottom line, literally the bottom line. That's what it's all about. Again, you know, if you're not making money, all right, if you're not getting paid, you got a hobby, not a business. With Jobber, you save time, you save money, you save customers. And right now, you can try Jobber free for 14 days and receive 20% off your first six months. All right, you heard me right. I've hooked you up, bro. I've hooked you up. Simply go to themilliondollarplumber.com forward slash Jobber to get your free 14-day trial and 20% off your first six months of Jobber. You and your customers will be glad you did. And speaking of making it easy for your customers to pay you, all right, just being able to swipe it, all right, swipe it. Swipe it is money in the bank. With payment processing by Square, you can do just that. It's literally money in the bank. No more waiting by the mailbox to get paid for the job you did last month. Sound familiar? No more chasing down late pays. Sound familiar? No more robbing from Paul to pay Peter. Come on, be real. We've all been there, all right? No, no more of that. So what I'm talking about, because of with Square payment processing, you simply swipe, all right? And the money's in your account as soon as the next business day. And signing up for Square is free. You pay only when you make a sale. There are no monthly or hidden fees. And you pay the same rate for all major credit cards. And right now, you'll receive free processing on up to $1,000 in credit card transactions on your first 180 days. Can you say, more money in the bank, all right? with Square Processing. For details, go to themilliondollarplumber.com forward slash square and start swiping. All right, there we go. Hey, let's get Don back in here. You ready for the lightning round, brother? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Hey, so what was holding you back from starting your plumbing business? Well, I didn't have the finances because I was so young. When I, when I took my state contract exam in Florida and passed it, I was the youngest state contractor in the state of Florida in the plumbing field. Oh. And so my mom and dad helped me with the money to get the business started at the beginning. And uh, once I was able to get the finances together, I went head, head, head steam with it and uh, hadn't stopped since. There we go. You got in the ring and you just 
keep moving forward, right? Yes, sir. All right, there we go. Hey, are you a flat rate or time and material guy? Time and material. They've tried to do flat rate in Jacksonville, and it failed every time. And uh, it's never called on, so we do time material. There we go. Why isn't um, not a little sidebar here? Why hasn't it caught on? I don't know. There was a I won't mention any name, but there was a plumbing company in Jacksonville that been in business a lot longer than I have. He started a whole nother company, did flat rate, and he, I consider him a real intelligent businessman. He lost his family in it. And he he just couldn't make it because nobody else followed suit with him, of course. And uh, nobody's ever tried it again. It's just everybody's so used to the way it is time material here. Oh, there we go. But you said it earlier. It's, it's extremely important to know your cost. You know, time and material, you're doing that. I mean, you got to know what your true hourly, hourly costs are and how you're making money, right? Yes, sir. Hey, um, Don, share a personal habit that sets your day up for success. Well, I get to work early in the morning before all my guys are here. I sit down and see what's going on. Uh, do my invoices. I do all my own billing, so everything's billed. I do it myself and uh, get the call set up with the guys. And then when they come in, my mind's fresh and ready to talk. We talk about everything going on for the day and send them on their way. And it's been very good success for me. Even when I'm out of town, I get on the phone with them in the morning and talk to every one of them. That way they know what's going for the day to where they don't feel like I left them abandoned while I was out of town. All right. There we there we go, guys. We just got a huge nugget of gold there. We're talking about, you know, it's kind of the old saying, you know, walk the, walk the factory floor, all right? You got to know the condition of your, uh, you know, it's a biblical saying. So you got to know the condition of your flocks. You know, you just got to know what's going on to be successful. Hey, Don, outside of a paycheck, okay, so we may be thinking back a while, to, you know, because we're going to talk about outside of a paycheck, what's the best thing that a plumbing company that you work for ever did for you? Ooh. I've only right. worked for two in my whole life. So, uh, uh, I mean, I had some personal challenges when my first child was born, and the company I was working with helped me financially, not just with the payroll, but financial loan and uh, treating me like a family, you know, as, as one of them. And that's the way we try to do it here. We try to treat everybody here like they're related to us. And if they ever have any problems, they come to us, and we try to help them any way we can. There we go. And it must be working because it's got guys hanging on 20, 25 years or. You know? So, and that family thing's important, you know. And um, yeah, it's important to me for the people to feel like they're needed and wanted. You know, the, every time we have a company meeting, the first way I start out the meeting is first, I'd like to thank everybody here for working for me. I appreciate everything you do. If it wasn't for y'all, we wouldn't have the company we have because it's not me that the customer is seeing every day, it's them. And uh, so, I appreciate everything my guys do, and I try to make sure they understand that and are aware of it. There we go, man. I just want to add something to that on Don. Um, it's just, you know, cause I, I talk to young guys and what I hear there, you know, there, there's, there's, there's humbleness there, you know, but, but strength. I just want to point out what I hear from Don, you know, it's humble, but there, but there's strength there. A lot of times, you know, the young guys, you know, they start, start out and it's, you know, they're carrying a little chip on their shoulder and all that. And I'm, I'm the man and, and that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, that only goes so far and, um, doesn't mean you need to be walked on, you know, I got I got plenty of stories of guys that you know you've been over backwards for, and I'm I'm sure you do too, Don. That um, you know wind up leaving, you know, for whatever reason, or they you know, you know stuff happens, and that's going to happen because it's just, just how it is anywhere. But right. um, no, it, it's good to uh, you know you get the respect. It's just good to be humble, and and um, you know it, it sounds good, man. We are brothers. I mean, we. <laughs> this is our guys. Hey, Richard, can we go back to the uh, to our overhead again for a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, we were talking about how, how you need to know what your cost of business is in order to be successful. Yes. A lot of the things I run into with these new guys or young guns, like you call them, they go in business and they say, okay, Quick Fix has got estimators and secretaries in this big building. You know, their cost of overhead is much higher than ours. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't realize they're running one truck to spread all their overhead over one truck. I've got six trucks on the road spreading overhead, so it's all relative. Right. So they think they can be cheaper than us because they don't have the overhead we have. But they also don't have the amount of income coming in to spread the overhead over. So they, they need to understand the relativity of overhead, not just because they're smaller and don't have the overhead that I have. You're exactly right, man. That, that is a killer right there. Um, and I'm glad you brought that up, Don. We don't have time to go into that, but I hope you guys were listening you know, on that. And just listen to what, um, kind of listen between the lines there, what, what's being said. You know, just because, yeah, um, you got to know your cost. It still just comes down to knowing your cost. You can't just be cheaper because you think, you know, you just got, you know, one truck and, and, uh, you know, that kind of a thing. And so you can be cheaper. You got to know your costs. Exactly right. So, hey, you're hearing it, you know, a guy that's been around the block a few times. There's wisdom there. Um, you know, he's not pointing his finger and, you know, just kind of riding. You know, we got, we got a humble, strong guy here that made a point to bring that back up. So, you know, young guns listening. You know, you can do it, but you've got to know. That's one of those – in fact, that's, that's one of the principles there in the seven most knows. You know, you've got to know your cost. You've got to have them down. And you've got to be honest about your cost. You know, you've got to, you've got to look at it honestly there. So. Yes, and sir. Great stuff there, Don. Hey, man, it's been great, great having you on. This has been uh, – you've had you know, a lot of nuggets of gold there, and you know, I appreciate you taking the time and sharing your, uh, your wisdom. But before I let you go, one last question for you here. What's the best advice that uh, you've ever received? Uh, take care of your customers first, and everything will fall in line from there. Don't be greedy. And uh, that's why we've always tried to give back to the community and uh, the stuff we do for people that need, and it's paid back tenfold for us. There we go. That is so true. It sounds so simple, don't it? It's, you know, but, it's, um, but it is so true, man. Hey, Don, it's been great, uh, great advice, uh, great nuggets of gold, great wisdom. Hey, I hope you guys have been listening. Um, man, great stuff there, Don. Um, again, I appreciate you being on uh, Potty Talk Live. And, yeah, hey, look forward to – we're going to touch base in the, in the, here in the, the future here, so many months down yeah. the road here again again. And, and uh, we need to hear more about what you have to say there. A lot of experience. I really appreciate it. Sounds good, Richard. We appreciate everything you're doing for the plumbing trade. Hey, thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Thank appreciate you. All right, guys, there you go. Mr. Don Workman, owner of Quick Fix Plumbing of Jacksonville, Florida there, man. A lot of good stuff there, man. I hope you guys, um, you know, found that entertaining. But, uh, man, just a lot of good inside wisdom on, on this uh, with our guest here. So, and, um, hey, if you want to, um, hey, if you want to check it out, just uh, go to my YouTube page, uh, The Million Dollar Plumber. And um, you can check out this episode. It's worth another view. Uh, give it a listen. And there's other episodes there um, of uh, other uh, you know, guys all over the world with a lot of great information. And, uh, hey, while you're there, hey, please uh, click the um, subscribe and uh, help me get the word out there to the other guys looking for this kind of information. Hey, and if you would like to be on Potty Talk Live, I'd love to have you on. Hey, you got a story to tell. You got wisdom. All right. We all have something to share. We all learn something from one another, and, uh, hey, we're all in this together. And um, no matter whether you're a guy starting out or, you know, a guy maybe uh, a little older that's, um, 
maybe even retired. But, uh, you know, hey, we all have something to share in, in this, this plumbing industry, and we'd love to hear what you have to have to say. And uh, the world is waiting to hear your stories. Just simply go to www.pottytalklive.com. Scroll on down to the Be My Guest button and click it, and we'll get you on, all right? Also, I want to make sure, because one of these things we were talking about is in my, my free special report, The Seven Must-Knows to Be a Million-Dollar Plumber. All right, There's no excuse. It's free. Some information's there. you got to know these principles to be successful. Don was, quite frankly, he's about hit on all of them, you know? And that, that just comes from experience. The sad thing about experience, you know, is that uh, 95% of all plumbing businesses fail within the first three years. You know, the 5% that actually survive, 97% of those uh, don't survive to year 10, okay? So it's, you know, it's it's a tough, tough business if you don't know the business, okay? So, um, you know, you don't have to go with luck. And um, so if you, if you know the roadmap here, you know, got the roadmap laid out here a little bit for you, um, you know, you can kind of uh, make your way there. So um, I want to help you with that. So simply type free in the comments and we'll get that out to you. So, hey, it's about time to flush this episode of Potty Talk Live. I loved uh, talking with Donna. I wish we, we could go longer. Hey, but before I let you go, hey, I want to remind you that you were perfectly and wonderfully created. You were created to do great things, all right? And you're out there doing your thing, as always, from like a champion.